So the word of God comes to us today from Mark 5 verses 25 to 34 under the caption, God, our greatest need. What is a need? A need is something essential that if absent or deficient will cause a clear adverse outcome resulting in one's dysfunction or debt. Let us go to the word, but before so, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, as we open your words, open our hearts and our mind, send your Holy Spirit to come down near, grant us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Let your word not be just heard, but let it have an impact upon our life and shape us and mold us into the person that you have called us to be. Thanks for hearing and thanks for answering. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Mark 5 25 to 34 it reads now a certain woman had flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians she had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse when she heard about jesus she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment for she said if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? So both the woman and Jesus felt immediately one felt healing and one felt virtue and power leaving him. The woman was the one that felt the healing immediately as she touched Jesus. She reached out in faith and healing was extended to her. And Jesus felt the healing, that virtue, that power leaving his body so much that he said, who touched me? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you? And he said, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had gone, who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. You see, it was not until she was dependent upon Jesus. It was not until she saw him as a need. Because for 12 years, she had put her trust in man, physician. Doctors are essential in a book. Doctors can do for you what God needs to do for you. And until you realize that God is the need, that we cannot function, we will not be healed, we cannot be whole without God, we shall forever be sick. And even more than the infirmities of blood that she has, sin is the greatest sickness of all. And that is what we need healing from. We too, like the woman, can reach out in faith and touch the hem of his garment. We can't physically do it today, but we can do it in our prayers. We can fall on our knees and sincerely cry out to him. You don't need fancy words or to speak eloquently. Because God is not asking you to behave like the Pharisees, but he wants you to come to him humbly and recessively as you know how 
reaching out in faith so that he can heal you of your sin sick soul he can heal you of whatever infirmities you may have in this life all he asks is that you reach out in faith that you see him as a need there is no other alternative there is no other way jesus is the only door that is before you there's nothing else it was not until this point that she realized that jesus is the only way our only hope and our only chance because she could have sat in the crowd or stand in the crowd and say no i'm going to leave it up to chance and wait until he passes me or if he passes me but no she pressed through the crowd and she went out in faith and touched him the touch of faith as immediately as she touched him she was healed as immediately as she touched him jesus felt virtue and power leaving his body yes and that is what faith is because the word of god says that faith is a substance of thing hoped for the evidence of things not seen she heard about jesus you know and she decides that yes i must go to this man because he can't heal me he doesn't have to speak to me all i have to do is touch him so she had great faith in believing that jesus would heal her and she was healed based on her faith and he looked around to see who had done this thing but the woman fearing trembling knowing what had happened to her came and fell down before him and told him the whole thing and he said to her daughter your faith has made you well go in peace and be healed of your affliction not only did she receive physical healing but spiritual healing as well in that one happening she saw jesus not only as a healer of the body but the healer of the soul she found a savior a redeemer and you today can find a redeemer and a savior in our greatest need which is jesus let us look at isaiah 30 verse 18 and he says because he was always talking to israel and telling them to change but they would not turn and god is really long suffering this talks about the long suffering of god and if and if we look in our own life, we can see how long-suffering God is and how patient He is toward us. Isaiah 30 verse 18 reads, And therefore will the Lord wait, that He may be gracious unto you, and therefore will He exalt it, that He may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is a God of judgment. Blessed are they that wait for Him. So He waited until the woman saw Him as a need, so he could have been merciful and gracious to her and healed her. Verse 19 says, For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shalt weep no more. She was happy. She was glad because what man could not do. Over 12 years she was trying man and they failed her. Only God alone could have done that. And it was not until she saw that he's a need and that's a want it was not up until the point that she saw that he is the only true way that she could have received healing not for her body alone but her soul also so let's read verse 19 it says but the people shall dwell in zion at jerusalem thou shalt weep no more he will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry when he shall hear it he will answer it Though she spoke no words, 
the touch of faith was a soul crying out in need of healing, in need of God. Because God says in that he stands at the door and he knocks. And if we open the door, he will come in and commune with us because God is a gentleman. He does not force us. He put life and death before us. And it's up to us to choose whether we choose life or we want death. There's a song that says, Hey Mother, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. And I'm here and sitting on imagine that had she realized that God was the greatest need, she would have been healed a long time, just like Israel. God has to carry them to the wilderness experience so that they could understand that God is a need. What could have been done in weeks was done in years, 40 years, you know. Not that God, not that God um, wasn't sufficient or all-powerful to lift them up, but it was their ways. It was their self-dependency upon themselves that caused them to be in that situation. You see, until we realize that we can do nothing of ourselves, until we realize that we need God for every decision, everything, we will be in our own version of spiritual wilderness where we will be there and God will have to mold us and shape us with adversities until we realize that we need him. The weight is to prune you. Had she realized long before that she needed God and God was the only way that she could have been healed, I strongly believe that she would have been healed. But as I always say, better late than never. John 5, verse 30 and 31 shows how Jesus was dependent upon the Father. It says, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. So here we see that Jesus was totally dependent upon the Father, not himself. How much more we need to depend upon Jesus, depend upon God. We are feeble human beings. Without God, we can do nothing. Without relying upon God, we are left at the mercy of Satan and he will devour us. Without a doubt, Matthew 4 verse 4 shows us that Jesus used the scriptures to rebuke and resist the enemy. So we need the word to fortify our minds and our heart so that we can resist him, resist the devil, and he will flee. I'll end with Romans 13, 11, which says that now is high time for you to wake up out of your sleep. Our salvation is nearer than when we first believe. It's time to wake up. Today, if you hear the voice of God, harden not your heart. Open the door, and he will come in and commune with you. A new thing he will do in your heart and in your mind. Just humble yourself and let God do his purpose within you. Do have a blessed day.